Hi, I'm Anna. And I'm Brandy. Welcome to the Flourish Podcast. Today, the two of us sit down to reflect on 2023 and what God is speaking to us for 2024. We are open about the lessons learned and vision implanted on our hearts. Happy New Year and thanks for listening. So today, um, Anna and I just wanted to take a minute to talk about a reflection of 2023, what God has done, what he has taught us, the hard things, the good things, Mm -hmm. um, and then kind of what we feel like the Holy Spirit or God is saying walking into 2024, some Mm -hmm. things that we believe are going to happen um, or things that we feel like he's spoken to us. Uh, So with that being said, I can go first if you want of um, just 2023 and things. I was kind of thinking about this, obviously, like what are things that I learned? This is really vulnerable to talk about (laughs) because I don't I haven't I don't think I've talked about it much on the podcast. But um, this year I like had the one year anniversary of my last miscarriage. The second year anniversary is coming up in February um, or no, March. Sorry. Um, and I feel like this year when that came, the one year, um, obviously that like, it's not easy. So I mm-hmm. feel like if I'm, if I talk about the lows of 2023, that's definitely a part of it. With that being said, though, I feel like the biggest lesson I learned in 2023 is like, there's room for joy and grief. Yeah. Um, and I've had to celebrate a lot of, I've not had to. I have wanted to and genuinely celebrated many pregnancies this year, many births this Mm -hmm. year, um, all while having the whole of what I went through in 2022. So I don't know. It's I feel like there's definitely this part of me that is walking away from 2023. Um, I still have prayers that are unanswered. I still feel like some days God is silent. Um, but I really took a stride this year to work on my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I started going to counseling. I really tried to like, I feel like God gave me vision and dreams for the future that I don't know if I'm ready to share with the <laughs> world yet, but people that are really close to me know a lot of that. And um, I've tried to share with a few people. So that way, when God does open those doors or make these things happen in my life, like, it's a testimony and people know, you know, and so I hope to share that in 2024 on the podcast. I think that'd be really cool, but I just feel like, um, yeah, I feel like I have hope, but I've had to really create the room for joy and freedom and peace and also be okay sitting in depression and sadness and grief and loss, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, I've definitely seen something like come back alive in you this mm-hmm. year. Like I feel like you did have joy again and you were having people around you more. Like I felt like you weren't secluding so much. Yeah. Um, and just even like at the past, if conference that mm-hmm. we did together, I just felt like you were so in tune with God. Like I mm-hmm. felt like you were, I saw you praying for people so boldly and I just, I don't know. I just feel like something came back alive in you this yeah. year. I think that there was this like, um, I don't want to call it an identity crisis, but when we had been going through our like previous losses before Jeremiah and infertility, um, 
I almost walked away from God, like honestly, and I'll get into all that one day on the podcast. But um, I was so scared of like being that again in 2022 Mm -hmm. that I ended up like being so numb and like trying to, I didn't want to become like this depressed, dark mess. So then I became kind of like stagnant almost. And like that caused an isolating depression in me and things like that. And my counselor, who's like, amazing and she loves the Lord and she has spoken many things into my life. And she's like, I feel like God wants you to know you're just not her anymore. Like you are Mm -hmm. a new creation. You're a new identity. Like you have a new identity in Christ. And um, I really feel like I tried to lean into that in 2023. And I do feel like I understand God in a way that I haven't before. Like I understand his character in a way. Um, I don't know why I don't get my way right when I ask for things. I don't know, like, you know, my counselor's like, God's not keeping anything from you. And I'm like, it feels like he is, you know. (laughs) Um, But with that being said, I think that I understand that his timing is sweeter and better than anything that I can think of in Mm -hmm. my own brain, you know, like his thoughts are definitely higher than mine his ways are better than mine Mm -hmm. so yeah I feel like um that that's kind of what I feel like I'm getting out of 2023 I do feel like I'm more in tune with the Holy Spirit than I've been um actually now that you say that I will share to you God is like developing spiritual gifts in me that I Mm -hmm. feel like I hadn't I had never I never really like pursued what are my spiritual gifts Mm -hmm. um I think a lot of it was insecurity. I feel like I'm finally getting my footing and secure in who I am in mm-hmm. Christ. Like, so I feel like he started like like the gift of prophecy and the gift of um like speaking into people and mm-hmm. speaking and things like that. Like, I don't know. I just feel like he really gave me a gift of wisdom yeah. this year and a gift of discernment and things like that. And so um, I used to be really creeped out by those kinds of gifts because I feel like they're easily abused. And so I was like, I don't want that responsibility, but I've been stepping into it and God has been doing so much. Mm-hmm. And what's really crazy about that is that um, there was a situation that happened in 2023 where like, I was like hurt trying to use that gift and it almost sparked, like I had to choose, am I going to walk away from pursuing this gift or am I going to lean in? And I just chose to lean in and I just feel like it's been so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So again, not being like insecure in my gifts, but Mm -hmm. just, you know, so. Yeah. I think another one too that you talked about was believing that you really are forgiven. Oh, yeah. 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 Can you talk about that? Yeah. Like um, I talked about that, the if thing, like, so we were singing a song. I don't remember what song it was, but when we all get together, so we have a group of girls that get together every year and watch the if gathering conference um, in my home. And we usually like break out and do like worship a couple of times or whatever. So we were like worshiping one time and God was just like speaking to me that that person that I was before. And um, a lot of times I carry a lot of guilt about the wife that I was and the Christian that I was and the friend that I was and all of that. And he's like, I don't even know that girl anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't even know her. Like your identity is literally not even, your DNA is different, you Mm -hmm. know? Like Like I'm fully known, fully loved and fully forgiven. And I think stepping into that freedom has been so powerful because I have definitely lived and you even know this you didn't know me before Jeremiah really but 
um, I feel like you have even been witness to me carrying that identity mm-hmm. and me separating myself from that yeah. identity, you know, yeah. because when I first moved here, like, I feel like it was very much so that guilt was still a huge part mm-hmm. of me. Um, and yeah, it is so funny because I don't, I know that we haven't known each other for like super long, like only like three years, but you've seen so many seasons <laughs> of my life already, you know, like you've seen me depressed and isolated. You've seen me like stepping into my best self. You've seen like so many parts, mm-hmm. you know, so um, it is really cool. But the healing, like I'm not, he was with me in the shadow of the valley of death yeah. and he's also with me in like the mountaintop, you know, mm-hmm. and um it's okay. like I am able to be in a mountaintop season, even not having what I want. And that's never been me before. Mm-hmm. If I'm not getting my way, <laughs> I mean, this is so bratty, but like, if I'm not getting my way, I'm like, God, why? Like, right. why, why don't you answer my prayers? Why don't you hear me? And don't get me wrong. I have days and weeks and maybe even months like that. But like, ultimately I'm like, I can be on a mountaintop and still go, I don't know when you're going to do it, God. Like, I don't know Mm -hmm. how it's going to happen. I don't understand why you're doing it the way you're doing, but like, I'm still able to be on a mountain season Mm -hmm. um, because he's worthy of praise no matter what, you know? Mm -hmm. So I saw our friend posted this picture the other day on Facebook and I took a screenshot of it because I thought it was so powerful. And I think I showed you this the other day, but it says for anyone struggling this season, remember joy and pain can exist at the same time. Yeah. And I just think that's so important because I feel like when you feel joy and, you know, it's so happy, it's so great. And then for me, like I'll start feeling anxious or pain or, you know, other things will start to bombard your mind. And then you're kind of like, oh, this is taking away from Mm -hmm. it. But I don't know. I guess you can just like walk through that knowing that it's okay to experience yeah. both, but you can yeah. focus more on Yeah, joy. and I think I'm learning like that's biblical. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't say anywhere in the Bible that like you have to get your crap together and be happy all the time as a Christian. Um, you know, it's about the posture of our hearts. So mm-hmm. like if we're posturing our heart in a way where we are praising him for who he is and what he's done it's also okay to not understand and to be sad about the mm-hmm. things that you've been praying for that haven't come true, you know, um, or come to fruition. So I think that that's, I think of David and the Psalms and I'm like, he was a man after God's own heart, but like every single Psalm, he's like, why does everyone yeah. hate me? Why <laughs> am I in this situation? But like praise you for who you are, yeah. you know? And so it's like, it, if it can happen simultaneously in one psalm, it can happen in our hearts, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, what about you? So this is for reflection. Mm-hmm. I feel like so much has happened this year. I know. I'm like, where do you even but start? But like, what about a theme? Like, have has there been a theme? Or do you remember what your word was from 2023? I don't remember what mine was. Oh, man. So for 2023, my year was, or my word, sorry, was year of refocus. So this was the year after Louis. He was born in 2022. And so in 2023, I really wanted to refocus on the things that made me me. Like mm-hmm. I was so caught up in like taking care of him as a newborn, but I wanted to get back into the routines that were so important to me, like reading my Bible more, working out more, um, serving in ministry again, 
and then being able to like do things just Will and I again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wanted those types of things to come back, which I think like looking back, I definitely did well in some of those areas, but I can see where I still want to like keep working at other areas in 2024. What do you feel like is the biggest lesson that God taught you this year? I feel like the biggest lesson is that God cares more about my heart than like the destination because there has been so much change this year and like so much unknown and really a lot of it was my job. Like my job was just always like up in the air, like through this, these months and you know, I didn't know what was going on. I knew it wouldn't be a quick answer. So I just had to like live life regardless of I not knowing. And I just felt like God was really teaching me like you can have peace even when you don't know and you can have joy and you can still enjoy your day to day. Like I had to choose just to focus on today. And like, especially now, I feel like God keeps bringing back to my mind, like I give you strength for today. Mm -hmm. And I think I saw quotes um, and it was like, if you start like worrying about tomorrow, you're like borrowing tomorrow's worries or something like that. Like there's no point in going there because you don't have that strength yet. Like Mm -hmm. God hasn't given you what you need for that day yet because it's not here. He gives you what you need for today. And so I've been really trying to just like live in the moment, live present and there's so many things I don't know. I don't know, you know, our, we're in the process of a big move and we're staying at my uncle's house. He has a house we're going to live in, but like we, we're not staying there long term. So I don't know where we're going to live. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with my job right now. Again, there's like changes happening with that, but I just feel like God keeps bringing me back to like, it's about your heart. It's about who you are and all of that. Like, God has it all. And I think I just genuinely believe like he's got it. Like I keep thinking like backwards of all of the things he's done in my life in the past and how he's brought me to specific points at specific times. And it is building my faith to go, you know what? He's done it before and he's going to do it again. So I don't want to miss now. I don't want to live each day freaking out and worried and anxious because I just believe God has it and he's working in it. Yeah. When you were talking, I was thinking about Matthew 6, 34 that says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Mm -hmm. And I think about even when it talks about in the Bible about like how God cares for the sparrow and how he he provides everything and like, why would he not do it for us? Mm -hmm. And I obviously have moments of anxiousness too. And I, I always try to think, what does this add to my life to worry about something that has never happened? Mm -hmm. Like, what does it actually add to me? Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it takes away actually probably years of my life have been (laughs) taken away from worry. And I'm like, there's no addition to you to worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. And I have watched you this year. And I said this right before we started recording, but like, your reaction to the change because you really you guys have really been through a lot of change mm-hmm. um the reaction to it is like such a testimony <laughs> uh, for, see because, people who know me like you know me are like like what? it's a big deal like when you have peace about things that i know in the past would have like shaken you to your core mm-hmm. i'm like that is a huge testimony of god what god is doing in your life and who you're choosing to be because you could choose to be worried if you want to but you're like allowing god to like transform your heart and i think that's so it's been so cool to watch that yeah that's encouraging thank you yeah you know the other thing is like 
there have been times back then where like we would talk about something happening or change happening and you can like, so if you guys don't know Anna personally, like uh, you like break out in hives like all the time. <laughs> and so like, like I can picture, like actually picture what your reaction has been in yeah. the past compared to now. And like, there are times where I'll text you and you'll be like, this is what's going on. Even tonight you were telling me about something and you're like, this is what, what's going on in my life. And it's like all question mark. And like, <laughs> you're just talking about it casually. Like previous versions of you would have been like hyperventilating telling me. And so I'm like, I don't know. I just, I really do think that I, when you talk about like God caring about your heart and not the destination as much, I'm like, you've also like allowed that to be a part of your story this year. And that is really cool. Um, and so I really do think that refocus, like maybe it wasn't as logistical as you would have liked it to be. Yeah. But I feel like refocusing on like the things that matter and who God mm-hmm. is and his character. I definitely think that he did that with you this year. Yeah. You guys walked together in that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so another thing that we were kind of thinking about um, when we were talking about doing this podcast, we were like, okay, we want to talk about the vision that God has given us for 2024 and things that he's spoken to us. But there's such a larger piece of that in legacy because um, people might think it's cheesy to like create New Year's resolutions every year or goals or um, have like a word of the mm-hmm. year. I know that like that's a thing. And I'm like, the truth is this is an opportunity for a fresh start, which I love a good fresh start. Mm-hmm. Um it's an opportunity for a fresh start to like realign with who we want to be. And Mm -hmm. that changes the course of who we are for our family and our friends Mm -hmm. and everyone around us. And that is creating legacy. Um, And you've kind of been researching or reading up on um, like creating habits and that and all of that. So can you kind of talk about legacy and what you've been learning recently and all of that? Yeah, for sure. So our friend gave us this book for Christmas. I can't wait for you to start it. <laughs> so I actually was... <laughs> Did you start it? No, I was about to start it. And then Frank's like, I want to read that. So he's reading it right now. But he even said to me today, he's like, you have to read this when it's I'm done. So it's so good. good. It's so good. Yeah. It's called Habits of the Household, Practicing the Story of God in Everyday Family Rhythms. Um, I'm only in chapter one right now. But basically, so far, it's talking about how your habits will shape you. So when you're intentional about thinking about what you do each day, how you wake up in the morning, how you live your life, like that's powerful. And those are habits that have um, a way of changing you and making you the person that you want to be. Like there's, we talked about this in in the last episode that every choice you make has a consequence, good or bad. Mm -hmm. You know, you work out, consequence, good. You stay on the couch watching TV, you know, there's not as great of a consequence of that. So our habits, they shape us. And then our habits also will shape our families because the things we do every day, it shapes our kids, which shapes our families. Everyone is being formed by like our daily routines and how we live life, our life and all of that. And so one thing right now that I'm really challenged by this book is um, not to rush so much. I feel like that's something God's been teaching me is to like slow down like we don't have to have this spirit of rushing here and rushing there I'm always running late so I feel like I'm always rushing like you've actually been I'd say that's another thing in 2023 (laughs) you've gotten better at 
Because usually it'd be like 45 minutes late and now it's like 10. So you were doing good. Oh my gosh. Because with Louie, I know I need like 45 minutes to get out the door. (laughs) So like, I think it was like a month ago, I was rushing to toddler time. I was so late and I slammed my finger in the door by accident. Yeah, my nail is like all messed up right now. And like, that was like a marker moment for this year where I was like, enough. Like I was rushing and I was so frantic and I'm like, I don't want to live like this. Like, I don't want Louie to pick up on this habit of rush. Like he is going to observe me freaking out, rushing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the typical joke. You'll hear people talking about how you're like on your way to church, but your family's arguing because you're all running late. I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, and I on Sundays more than that are like, you know, like irritated and annoyed because we're trying to get on church Mm -hmm. to church on time. So yeah, that's a big one. So I'm just like, I guess I don't, have all of the things that I want to focus on for 2024, but I do know like this book is really opening my eyes to like the habits and the mm-hmm. things we do and what our kids observe mm-hmm. in us. And so I just want to be mindful of that and purposeful and like the way we do our life. Like our devote my devotion time in the morning, I try to wake up before Louis gets up so that I can, even if it's like 20 minutes where I can journal, pray, read my Bible, just have a minute by myself. Like that just refocuses my brain like I need that in the morning um but the rest of the day you know the rest of the 12 hours of your day like you're not gonna have quiet most Mm -hmm. likely but you can be centered in God in that and so I really really want to go through my day just like centered and in tune and aligned with God because like I said it's about our hearts and when our hearts are aligned to God then our actions are going to reflect that which will affect our kids which will affect the whole atmosphere of our family and our household yeah for sure uh so what is your word for the year so my word is um contentment oh So contentment is a state of happiness and satisfaction. When I first felt like the word contentment was laid on my heart, I kind of was like, womp, womp. Like, I felt like content is like... Like it's not even exciting. No, I was like, because I like was doing my devos one day and I just like, I felt like this is my word. Like, I feel like every year around October, November, it's just like something is on my heart and I'm like, this is it. This is my word. Um. But when I think of content, I feel like you're just like, life is what it is. Like, it's not going to get better. You know, it's I just didn't have like a good idea of that word. But then when I started looking into the definition, it was a state of happiness and satisfaction. And then when I looked at satisfaction, satisfaction is fulfillment of one's wishes, expectations, or needs, or the pleasure derived from this. So I am just really believing that God is doing something Mm -hmm. in 2024. Like he already knows what's going to happen. And so if contentment is what's on my heart, like I want to enjoy, I want to enjoy the blessings that we have right now. And just trust that like God has all of the things aligned for us and it'll come into fruition when it's supposed to. So I was really encouraged, honestly, by that. Like I was like, I don't know what this is for us, but I feel like there's going to be good things in 2024. Yeah. Well, I think it's just like the next level of that trusting in God and not worrying about tomorrow. It's Mm -hmm. like the next step in that. Like you've gotten past the initial panic when you don't know what tomorrow brings, but it's like now you can like enjoy the peace that comes with being content um, where you can just trust. You're like, okay, God, you're going to, you already have it in control, you know, Mm -hmm. and you are good, which means 
good things are to come. You know, mm-hmm. you work everything out for the good of those that love you. Oh, I love that verse. Um, so yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah. That's cool. What's yours? Okay. <laughs> so I was like praying about it and I really hate, I don't hate it. You're going to, when I say that, you're going to be like, how could you hate this word? I don't hate it. I just feel like it's so obvious. And I was like, God, give me like a, like a better word. That's not always in my face. Um, and he's like, until you believe this for your own life, this is your word. Do you know what it is? No. So I'm trying to think of all these words and I'm literally, I was like Googling words because I was like, I just want something like something will like pop off the page to me, you know? And so I'm praying about it. And like this like word keeps like whispering in my heart and I'm like, it can't be that. It can't be that. So my word is flourish. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, no, everything is about flourish. Like I already have a podcast called Flourish. Every time somebody sees the word flourish anywhere, they send me a text message about it. Like I can't have this as my word. word. It is a powerful Um, word. Yeah. So I part, so I'll read, and this is also in our um, trailer, if anyone ever listens to that, but I'll read the definition for flourish. Um, The definition of flourish is to grow or develop in a healthy or vigorous way, especially as the result of a particularly favorable environment. And when I think of that word, like other (laughs) than the podcast, I'm like, okay, in 2024, my prayer is that I am able to rest in a favorable place. Mm -hmm. Like I am able to arrive to a place where I have surrounded myself with the right people, the right culture, the right environments, um, that the favor of God will be so evident in my life that through health, I am able to develop more. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. I, I think that I just now am remembering my word for 2023 and it was health. And I'm like, Mm. I don't think I knew that. I I don't know. In some ways I succeeded, in some ways I failed, you know, and I think that's everyone's word. You've we like all completely changed your health habits. <laughs> well, that is true, but I feel like I still struggle with some of the um so I've P- I have PCOS, which is like a hormonal disorder. And so I've been working with a doctor yeah. on getting that fixed. And um there have been a lot of things like I've cut out grain or wheat and I've cut out dairy and I've cut out I'm supposed to not be eating sugar, which has been like the hardest thing in December ever. <laughs> um, but uh, I still struggle with a lot of the reliance on food that I've always had. Like um, when things go wrong in my emotional and mental life, food has always been my comfort. And um, food is like 1000% my trauma response. Like I just, that's just how it has always been. And so I am having to crack and open up a lot of wounds that have like been sealed with food for years, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm working through that, but I don't feel like I have arrived and I would have liked to arrived by now, Um, which is okay. I'm on in this for the long haul journey, but it just, you know, it's a long journey. I would (laughs) like to get off the train eventually. So um, I don't know. I just, I feel like God gave me the foundation though of what health can be for me. Like, I have all the logistical answers at this point that I used to not have. Um, And now it's about developing it. Mm -hmm. And the word flourish, meaning to develop in a healthy way Mm -hmm. as a result of a favorable environment. I'm like, that just makes me emotional because Mm -hmm. I just feel like God has done so much in my life and in me and blessed me with like the best people ever. 
I really do feel like I'm in a favorable environment. Oh, yeah. And um, because of that, I see like the developing of myself Mm -hmm. in a way that I've never experienced before. Wow. And I pray for that for 2024. I I also... was reading this verse. Um, I like want to cry just thinking about it. <laughs> so um, Psalms 115, 12 through 15, it says, The Lord remembers us and will bless us. He will bless his people, Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, small and great alike. May the Lord cause you to flourish, both you and your children. Mm. May you be blessed by the Lord, the maker of heaven and of earth. And I'm like... <laughs> I feel like the first part of this, uh, verse 12, where it says the Lord remembers us. I'm like, if there's one struggle with me and God, it's that I feel forgotten by him a lot of the time in my journey. Um, And usually when I start to feel forgotten by him, that's when I start to like seclude myself. Um, And I'm like, I just have to remember this year. Like he knows me. He remembers me. He has not forgotten me. Mm -hmm. And he will cause me to flourish and my children. And when I say the word children, like I'm like, okay, like it's not just Jeremiah, like it's yeah. my future and it makes me emotional. But <laughs> um, there was during church one Sunday, somebody was like, I feel like God gave you a word today. Did you hear him? Like, she's like, I just kept feeling like I needed to come give you a hug because God gave you a word. And I was like, you know what? I don't know because I wasn't listening to him <laughs> because I was so frustrated. Like I was so frustrated. And I mean, I'm kind of getting out of that season. But for like a couple weeks, I was just like frustrated with God because I'm like, Lord, can you give me a word for myself now? Like, can you like give me like new hope, a new like fuel under my fire? Like, I don't know. And um, sometimes his silence is really loud in my life um but i've learned how to like lean into his silence Mm -hmm. before i would just like i think it would just fuel my anger um and now i'm learning how to like lean into it so what makes you feel his presence so like and what makes you hear his like his voice or like feel in tune Mm -hmm. to him well a few things his word obviously is like a huge part of it so like what i'm feeling um like he's silent his word is alive. So if you open his word and you read his word, his words are alive. So you're going to feel him near. Um, but the other piece is like community. Like yeah. I just feel like, I don't know if I'm the only one on this planet or if anyone can relate to this, but there are even times where like usually worship music like moves me. Like usually I hear a song and I'm like, okay, God, like I'm reminded of who you are and I'm able to praise you through this. But through these really dry seasons, even worship music just sounds like music and I'm listening and I'm like trying to get into it and I just can't. But when I'm around people that I love that can come to me and speak life into me, I'm like, it's unmatched because Mm -hmm. people can speak into my heart in a way that no person at Elevation or Hillsong or wherever Mm -hmm. like can do that, you know? And I just... um the people around me are so gentle and I'm so thankful because uh, I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, I was, I don't remember what I was saying. I was complaining about infertility though. And um, they were like, starts telling me this story about how she knows someone that like lost a kid. And I'm like listening to her talk like, and it hit me like what she was doing, like in the kindest, gentlest way. 
she was telling me to change my perspective. And I started getting emotional and I was like, I'm so thankful for our friendship because like you've walked through the valley with me for so long and she's listened to me just like you have like listened to me for hours talk about how angry I am with God, how I don't understand how this is what I want to happen. And I'm trying to believe it, but I'm sad, like walked through the bad parts of the valley with me and also to have the power to speak truth into my life of like, she's, she's walked with me. So now she has the permission to say these things to me. And she's like, you have to change your perspective about this. Like if God never did it for you, is he still good? Like, is him dying on the cross enough for you? Like, and I'm like, yes, it is. But sometimes I forget. And like, I don't know. John Mark Comer says this. He said this during one of the if conferences. Like, you have three levels of belief, right? Your first level is what you believe publicly. So it's what you tell people you believe. And obviously, I would tell people, yes, I believe that God dying on the cross is enough for me. Then you have what you think you believe. So what in your heart you genuinely think you believe. I would say that in my heart, I believe that him dying on the cross is enough for me. But then it's like when you don't get your way or when like rubber meets the road and all is stripped away like a Job type moment, what do you actually believe? So how do you react to these things will tell you how what you actually believe. Mm-hmm. And I'm like the fact that I'm throwing a fit right now about something when I've seen God do this before and I'll get into that whole story with Jeremiah one day, but like God really, like Jeremiah is a miracle and he's done it in my life. And even if he didn't though, like I'm so quick to forget what he has done, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm having these moments of like brattiness where I'm like, do I actually truly, when all is stripped away, believe that what God did for me on the cross is enough, period, no matter what? And I'm like, I would like to like say out loud to the whole world, like, yes, I believe that. But my actions sometimes make me question if I actually mm-hmm. believe that. So I don't know. All of that to say, um, yeah, I feel like that's kind of what I do to lean in in a, in a season of silence is like surround myself with people who like have permission to speak into my life and read his word. And mm-hmm. I'm like, eventually, like. The, the frost thaws and like it's warm again you know yeah it's just sometimes my heart gets a little cold and I have to like warm it back up because I've seen it come through too when you get really creative I feel like oh, when you paint yeah. or when you put together projects yeah. no that's so true I I feel the most how do I say this like the most connected to God through creativity um I I, I feel like more than even a song on a stage, like uh, the worship that comes out of me when I'm doing creative things is like unmatched. Mm-hmm. Like I feel so free in who I am when I'm doing something like that. Yeah. Um. I was telling, I painted Annie's Bible and I was like, I just want to like cry the whole time I'm doing it. Like, I don't know why. And she's like, it's because you're creative, but I'm, I can't describe it. Uh, yeah, yeah. It just makes me very emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's kind of my 2024 thing. I just am like, I want to flourish. I want to, uh, I want to believe that he remembers me and that, you know, if I dwell in his house, he is there Mm -hmm. and he will cause flourishing on my life. Mm -hmm. He's going to develop me in a healthy way. Yeah. And I, my responsibility is to just like stay in that favorable environment. Mm -hmm. And so back to the habits, sometimes it's saying no to things that do not 
align with where I'm going and how I'm developing. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it's bad. I just sometimes I can't I can't do everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that like I'm way more okay now than I've ever been with seasons of rest. Um, I don't know. I I used to always feel like I don't do enough. I'm never enough. I'm no. I don't do enough. I don't serve the church enough. I don't. And I'm just like, man, I'm so much better of a person when I like am in peace with rest and mm-hmm. knowing that like when the right thing comes, I will say yes to yeah. that, you know? Um, so there's that, but yeah, that's pretty much, is there anything that you feel like God is like telling you, like speaking to your heart about 2024, like things that you think he's going to do or things that he's going to Yeah, I do. And it's hard to talk about these things because once you say it, people know and then people will kind of bug you and be like, so what are you doing to make that happen? That's how I feel talking about my infertility journey. I'm like, I want to talk about it, but it's such a huge part of my, yeah. I mean, I think we talked about this in the first episode that like I had this note in my phone and I Mm -hmm. had this idea that I felt like I put on my heart for a nonprofit. And even like when Will and I, um, weren't on staff. Well, Will was on staff at the time at the church. Like, um, we still obviously attend the shores and we serve at the shores and are part of it all. But we felt like there was something God was calling us to. And we still don't know exactly what that is. Like we were wondering, is it a business? Is it a nonprofit? Like we know things we're very passionate about and things that are like, just like fire, fire us up. And like, for me, it's next generation. Like I want families to be healthy. I want people to be confident in themselves. Like the things that we talk about in this podcast, like I want people to flourish and however it looks like for them. So I basically was telling my uncle at Christmas and his Christmas card that I think we're going to start a nonprofit. And so I don't know. I, I really want that to happen this year and i feel like every other month you tell me just do it and i'm like i don't know what to no, do no <laughs> i didn't say that i said what are steps you could take to start doing that <laughs> yeah there's got to be something you know no, and for sure i think this podcast was okay, one of the steps so truly i was going to tell you this after we stopped recording but when you were talking earlier um i really felt like god was like don't forget that when you're faithful with a little, you mm-hmm. will be given much. And yeah. I feel like us being faithful with this podcast is truly going to open doors for you. Like in that, cause I was even thinking like, okay, so we're wrapping up season one pretty soon and we're going to like take a break, you know, and, and we're, we have some things in store for 2020 or not 2024, <laughs> but um, for season two that I think are going to be really exciting. Um, And I'm like, it's just that being faithful with a little and then you will be given more. Right. So like we've been faithful with season one and I think God has given us a few things to like visually like, or to help us like, what am I trying to say? He's given us vision for future state of flourish podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just feel like every season it's going to get better and better and better. And I just think like I can see this getting bigger and bigger and bigger, but it like starts with, being faithful to the small things, mm-hmm. you know? And so um, on this, at the same time, like being faithful to the small things doesn't mean you're just sitting on your hands, you know? Like right. I feel like 
allowing God to give you vision, allowing like taking the steps as he's telling you Mm -hmm. and just doing the best with that that you can, you know. Um, Well, and it kind of brings me back to like God cares about your heart. mm -hmm. And so I feel like God's been doing this work in me. And I can't do a nonprofit or do that until God is done what he needs to do in me mm-hmm. first to get me yeah. to there. And there's things I need to get over and, you know, worry is one of them. And I don't like getting up in front of people. I don't like, it's hard for me to lead, but I have people who tell I me. I mean, you struggle with the two of us sitting on a couch <laughs> or a podcast. So yes, that is going to be a testimony yeah, one day like for I'm, sure. I am a listener. Like I can sit, I can listen, you know, but I do feel like God has given me things to say. Oh, 100%. And so it's like you can only sit back for so long before you're like, okay, you know, it's your turn. I feel like even both of us, I think it was one Sunday, we both had visions of like mics. Like we were, I think, Mm. I do you remember that? Mm -mm. I think both of us were praying and I felt like God put mics like in both of our minds. Oh, but separately, right? Separate, yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe it was separate times, but like we when we were talking one time, mm-hmm. I don't know, we were saying how like we saw pictures of mics. I just remembered, I, I think I've told you this, but I had a dream where like you and I were going to talk like at church one time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, maybe that was the podcast. I don't know. Like, but I, I had, this was before we ever started the podcast. I had that dream. But yeah, not so much God telling me about mics, but giving people visions and them coming to me and saying, I have a vision of you with a mic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this episode's like a time capsule for us that we'll look back on. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to share anymore about myself because this is scary. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that there are bigger things for Flourish. And I think that it's been really, really cool to hear people come to us and say like, wow, this really encouraged me. I mean, Cheryl, every time, every time an episode releases, she texts us in a group chat and tells us exactly what spoke to her. And it's so encouraging. Like it's so special. Like she just really believes in us. Um, So, I mean, I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah, truly it has been, and we'll get into this probably like the last episode we do in this season, but it has been wild. Like, I just feel like God has done so much. Um, People like talking, there was like a recent time where somebody like was talking to me about a podcast they were listening to (laughs) and like, I didn't even realize what they were talking about was flourish. Like, and I was like, somebody's like, you know, that's the one who hosts, like, she's the one that hosts that. And I was like, you're talking about flourish. Like I had no idea. So it's just, it's been really, really cool. God has been (laughs) doing so much, but I'm going to proclaim it now. Like, I'm just going to say this to the world right now. Mm. But um, one day flourish podcast is going to just be a branch off of something way bigger like it's going to be a branch off of flourish as like a organization so like <laughs> looking at me like she wants to strangle me not um, strangle you that's just like it's ew. a huge thing but it's the truth like i really do i like can see it now i can see like a website with like tabs and flourish podcast is just like a tab of the brandy that's in my journal thing. Like, what do you I, mean? Like what you are describing right now. Like really? I have a similar thing written down. Yeah. Like a website thing? Or what do you mean? Like, like tell the me branches, more. branches, like what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I showed you this. Maybe I didn't. Well, I know that you talked about like, we had to have this discussion when we first created Flourish of like, God has put like a whole nonprofit on my heart and I'm going, he did not do that for me. So like, 
I love that for you and I will support you in that. But like, I do not feel like I'm supposed <laughs> to run a nonprofit. Um, so I know that we talked about that a little bit, you know, about yeah. like Flourish Podcast yeah. being a branch off of something. But like, I'm like, I just can like, I can literally picture it in my head. And I because of that, I'm like, I know it's going to happen. Like, I just, I feel like I see the vision, you know? Yeah. So hear me loud and clear though brandy will not be leading <laughs> this nonprofit. this is all anna um oh. but like the flourish podcast will be like again like a branch of what is to come i'm just proclaiming that right now so <laughs> all right well i always love these episodes when it's just us two <laughs> never really know where it's gonna go i know <laughs> um but yeah why don't you pray us out for today okay god Thank you so much for everything that you've done in 2023. Um, thank you for all the miracles of all of our listeners that they have experienced this year. Thank you for the healing um, that people have experienced in you this year. Thank you for the new belief that people have found in you this year. Thank you for the covering and the fatherhood and the friendship that your the Holy Spirit has provided in our listeners this year. And Lord, I just ask that as we go into 2024, that we would not um, grow weary of looking forward to the things that you are going to do and that we would just be able to lean in, Lord, to the things that you are doing and the things that you are speaking. God, may your Holy Spirit speak so clearly to everyone listening about what you plan to do and who you plan to bring us to be. And God, I pray that we would all take a pause of reflection for 2023 and what you have done, God, that we can reflect on that, but then move forward um, and the new things that you're going to do. And God, I just ask and believe that 2024 is going to be a year of blessing for our listeners, that it's going to be a year of blessing for us, God. I just ask, Lord, that we would have new revelation, God, that we would have new um clear clarifying moments god where we come to you and we ask for your spirit and then you show us your character lord um may the days of worry be few and may the days of excitement be many lord may the days of looking um forward to what you're doing be many god and um i ask for fresh vision i ask god that there would be um saints that rise up god that there would be um a revival, Lord, in our country, in our um, cities, Lord, God, that you you would just pour yourself out in this country in 2024. And Lord, direct us in our steps and how we can be a part of that, God. Um, thank you so much for everything that you've done and everything that you're going to do. And we love you. And may uh, our walks with you grow closer and closer and closer as the days of 2024 are ahead. Um, again, thank you for who you are and what you've done. Amen. Amen.